Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I'm Giancarlo Herrera, and I may cry in this episode. Oh, damn. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, hi. I'm Amanda Ficasa. I was going to do like a crappy Nico impression, but that got me, John. That was really good. <laughs> oh, oh, is it my it. turn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm Devil Hunter Nick. That's it. That's all I got. No, that's it. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have TJ with us today because he's off being a star, so... Yes, but what else is new? Stuff. Yeah. He's a star here, too. Come on. Um, but this week, we are talking <laughs> about Devil May Cry 5. Ooh. Devil May Cry. Devil's Cry 2. I don't use any tissue. Uh, um. <laughs> I need My shiny uh, teeth that sparkle. For when I oh. cry. The oh, boys that two cry. different directions. Yeah, these are two different songs that you, y'all are singing. I think it's really. Hey, funny. I started it, so Palazzo, <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. I just think it's. I think it's funny how. It's fine. So uh, I played. <laughs> I played this game. Um, I think that's Yay. really exciting to note. Yeah. And you know what? I played quite a bit, and I'm really proud of myself. So thank you very Heck much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I played on PC. I didn't have really any issues, which I was surprised. I I thought I was going to. I don't know why. I just kind of had a had a little tingle. You know what I'm saying? Had a little feeling. So hey, I won't complain about it. Um, <laughs> um and <laughs> I didn't finish it, but I <laughs> sorry. I'm just looking at the screen. First of all, John looks like he's gonna cry, but he's smiling. But it's such a like, it's such a like hurt and like pained smile. It's it's really sad. Uh, John, I really hope you're okay. <laughs> um, and Palazzo's just having a good time. It looks like yeah. But I I played, I played a bit. I didn't finish it, but I did play a bit, and I'm proud of myself. I'm gonna pass that along. Let's go, Palazzo. Let Wait, us know. Give John a I'm second sorry. to catch before, the uh, Before I say my piece, you played it on PC. I am so interested to see like how that felt like, because I can't imagine playing this game on anything other than a controller. It is a big note I have uh, for when we get to it. Okay. Aww, did you, yeah. Well, well, you'll talk about it in a okay. second, but um, yeah, we'll get. I played this game a, a year ago, actually, on the um, PS4, and then I played it again on my new PS5. Hooray. Um, not the PS5 version, though. It's still the PS4 version, just I did it on the PS5 system, and I managed to play the new uh, Virgil DLC, so that was a lot of fun. So I replayed the game this week, and yeah, it was a lot of fun again. I would love to play that clip of audio of you discussing which version you're playing to like someone in like the 80s or something to be like, what? what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I bet that was a lot of words and numbers um, and stuff. All right. I played it on PC. Um, and yeah, we'll talk about what the experience is like on PC because um, I understand why you say what you say, Palazzo. Uh, yeah. But anyways... Yeah, um, and I, I got a good number of hours in. I, I think I got a feel for the game. Um, sorry, guys, this week is another case of, like, I wish I had had more time to spend with the game, uh, but we've been crunching over here, so... Not crunching, like, the bad way, just, like, lots of work, you know? Um, but yeah, and... I guess, Palazzo, I know you uh, you are a, a huge fan of the series, so I guess I'll, I'll yield to you yet again to lead us through this devil walk sure yeah a big fan capcom they i mean they make really good games and this is another one of them i guess since (sighs) combat's gonna be the biggest part that we're gonna talk about here Mm -hmm. we might leave that to the end so uh let's start with technical aspects of the game um so this devil may cry 5 
was the second game that Cap- Capcom used the new RE engine for. The first one was Resident Evil 7, and I think the engine looks spectacular. It's their own engine. A lot of the facial animations are amazing. Um, the world design, um, the, everything's dilapidated in this world because it's devils running around, tearing stuff up, but the way that that looks is pretty good. Um, so I'm just curious, like, um, what did you guys think of the engine? How did it look for you? Did it run well? All that stuff. That is, um, possibly the biggest praise I have for the game. Uh, I was very surprised at how nice it looked. Um, I, like Amanda said earlier, I didn't run into any issues. Um, but I was very surprised, especially like just, um, character models like especially when you do close get close-ups on the face and stuff of course i'm sure plenty of these scenes are pre-rendered and stuff but just i i don't know something about it just looked really really slick to me um yeah i thought it looked great i showed it some other people who like kind of disagreed they're like oh it looks like standard whatever and i was like okay weird i thought it looked really really great um And furthermore, on my system, it was running at a solid 144 frames per second, um, which, like, on PC is not uncommon, but what I did think was, like, almost suspicious was that it was at 144 frames, like, locked, basically. It... Because normally, like, you know, if you have... Even if you're running in the 200s, 300s, whatever, like, you'll see it fluctuate at those higher frame rates. It'll fluctuate more often from, like, 250 to, like, 230. Like, here, anytime I looked at the counter, it was always at exactly 144. Unless we were, like, in a loading screen or, like, you know, everything was just coming in for the first time. But in gameplay, it was always at 144. So, like, they really... Whatever they did... I mean, you can tell, you know, it's not necessarily, like crazy stuff to be computing i don't think they're pretty linear levels but that said still they did a a a crazy crazy job on optimization i feel i i don't know how well it ran on consoles but um i'm surprised it was so well optimized for pc for reasons i'll talk about when we discuss the pc versus console versions i guess in gameplay but yeah yeah i mean Mm. it ran it ran fine on consoles i think on the ps4 version it was locked at 30 don't Mm. quote me on that and then the ps5 version i've been told is i think 60 which is you know what i expected but you use the word slick which i think is like the word you could use for these games like if not if one thing is off in terms of how slick it feels or looks or sounds the game doesn't work because this game is stylish and we'll get into that i think more with like combat and stuff but Mm -hmm. uh yeah amanda what what did you think how did it look for you I agree with John. Like it, I again was very surprised that it ran really well. I I don't really have any complaints. Everything looked like just the world itself. Everything looked really fucking metal, dude. Like it looked really <laughs> cool. Hell I yeah. was yeah. I really liked the style of it, honestly. Yeah, definitely. It is the right amount of edge all around. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll talk. I, hold thought- on. I my my uh, the opening I thought I was gonna have for this game was gonna be a joke about edginess. Because good God, we'll talk about it, I guess, in narrative. This is the edgiest game I have ever played in my entire freaking life. <laughs> oh, yep. my God, bro. G- give or take the character V, he oh might be gosh. pushing it a bit for me. But I, everything else, I adore. And, and V was like a newly introduced in this game, right? Like, he's not from the past games. Okay, so I guess... I mean, if we're done talking about how it looks, yeah, we could go ahead and move right into characters and story. For if you sure. want, sure. I just had that was like a question that it came up. So yeah. So um, again, this is the fifth game in the series. V is new to this game. Okay. Um, they do kind of go into V's backstory and who he is later in the game. I don't think you guys got there, but yeah, V is this mysterious person that pops in and asks Dante, like, "Hey, there's this big baddie up there. I need you to get rid of." Go get rid of him, and you guys go on this journey to fight um, the Devil Lord Urizen, mm-hmm. I believe was his name. Yeah. So uh, V, Dante, and Nero, who was introduced in Devil May Cry 4, uh, who is Dante's nephew, all band together to go fight this demon lord, essentially. And you're fighting off his devil followers, all that stuff. It, it, John said this last week, and I agree with him. It's very Doom Eternal. Take the story how you will. If you enjoy it, that's awesome. But you're really here for the gameplay and the combat and how all that stuff 
feels mm-hmm. together. Uh, but Dante is really the star of the show for the most part for all these Devil May Cry games. They started to share the spotlight with him, with Nero and now V. And this is the first game where you play as, I think, three main characters. In the last yep. game, it was two, Nero and Dante. In this one, you're doing three, V, Dante, and Nero. So I guess, I don't know, what, what did you guys think about the story? Did you care? Did you not? Did you like the characters? I think that's more important than the narrative, really, because yeah. Dante is smug and fun. I love him, you know? <laughs> Just, what would you think? I was definitely, like, once we started the game, like, the very beginning, like, the cutscene and everything, I was definitely intrigued, and as I continued playing the game, I texted Palazzo saying, I'm like, not gonna lie, like, I'd be interested in playing the other games just because, like, I... I don't. I know that this game wasn't like super. Like it wasn't important to know the narrative or anything like that. Mm. But I would. I would like to, which I think is a good sign because if the game kind of made me want to care or care a little bit, I think that's a win. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, I honestly like. I didn't focus a lot on narrative while playing. Yeah, I. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I mean. Palazzo kind of already said it, but I think the narrative is like basically the weakest element here for the most part, just because it it doesn't seem like that's what it's about. Uh, I will say though that like, I guess in contrast to Doom Eternal, like uh, in comparison to a game like that, this game evokes uh, Doom Eternal and Monster Hunter for two different reasons. And I, I will jump into it in gameplay, but in comparison to something like Doom Eternal, where uh, a lot of the, the feel of the game you get through the gameplay there's still a bit of that in this game but i feel like uh the edginess that i was referring to earlier they really try to convey in these little cutscenes. um and i wasn't sure really how i felt about them i'm still not sure i which is fine again because i don't think that's what you're here for so the fact that i'm very lukewarm maybe not super happy with it is like not necessarily a de- shouldn't be a deterring factor if you're interested in this kind of game um but i thought like there were cool moments like there's one thing early on where someone throws like a van at you and i was like are you kidding me <laughs> but it's all to do like the moment where like the door like eats you and then the van rolls and then you're still standing there when the van leaves which like that's cool but then man the cheesy one-liners i literally i was like oh my god dad please stop writing video games like what do you <laughs> uh, it, it was just very like uh, like it's of course it's over the top but like if you just hadn't said that one like unnecessary cheesy thing i maybe would have been like oh that's really cool other than like ending it with a uh. but whatever who cares i mean yeah at this i agree with you first of all but that's yeah. at this point if you're a fan of the series that's kind of what you're there for because gotcha. that is something that prevails throughout especially with dante oh my Man, god let He's me tell you cheeky dude it is excess because like if you if you do like one every scene or whatever, but like there were some scenes where it was like two or three like back to back, and I was like, what? What is it with these one liners, man? Right. I mean, in a common thing that happens at the end of the game, I know you guys didn't get there, but yeah. it's like I don't know, two characters arguing, and then a devil comes out, and Dante like points his gun at the camera and goes jackpot and shoots it. I'm like, yeah. all right. I, I guess that's what people are here for, that sort of thing. But I do agree that it it could be much sometimes, especially with the introduction of V. I mean, he's literally yeah. like a guy reading poetry. I think he plays a violin as one of his taunts. He's got a raven as a pet it, who's very funny. I like the raven. I, I don't the raven, really the raven care for V quite that funny. much. Yeah. Um, but once you realize what V's purpose is and who he actually is and who the actual... I, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys sure, in case sure. you keep going, but... Uh, there's a nice payoff there, especially if you're a big fan of Devil okay. May Cry. Certainly. Got it. Okay. I, hey, I liked it when V would like pull out his little poetry book and just start <laughs> reading in the middle of a fight. And I was like, there's no way. What is... It's a... I thought that was fun. I thought sure. it was fun. It's, it's definitely an, an interesting uh, character concept. If a little sure. over... Uh, overcooked i guess yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah there's definitely cool elements in there i mean they all look like they belong in a boy band every single oh yeah but that's like you gotta love that's the thing that's the style it It was some yeah no i i didn't hate it i had a really fun time (laughs) i thought i was gonna hate it not gonna lie but i ended up just falling right into the cheesiness of it 
Hell yeah. I think that's what you got to do to play this game. Just, you know, take it as it is. Sure. Not to say it's that like, that style not? is bad. It's just not for yeah. everyone. Like, no, you could definitely, definitely have fun with it. I wasn't mm. really, I don't think I was expecting it, like, to that extent. Yeah, I, de- I definitely I was, wasn't. Uh, yeah, I was I don't know what like, I was expecting, but I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> I, oh, yeah. well, I think if you just look at a picture of, like, Dante or Nero, like, you know, it's like, okay, I could tell what style this game's gonna be. I don't. That might just be me, but like I don't like. I think you might, but then you start playing it. Like it's kind because it is kind of cheesy. You know what I mean? I I don't right. know, but I kind of like that it doesn't take itself too seriously at the For same sure. time. So yeah, I mean, there's we'll talk about it in combat, but there's a weapon that's essentially just a motorcycle that you yeah. break into two halves and start beating people with it, and then you could put it back into a motorcycle and start riding it, or you could turn like your bionic arm into a skateboard. Um, there's one game where Dante is like a he has like a cowboy hat on and he starts dancing and it like silly stuff like that. It doesn't take itself seriously, but it's all in an effort of like also making it stylish i mm-hmm. guess so to me even the humor is stylish i don't know it, it it serves a purpose i i like it a lot sure i can see that they certainly throw you right into the game i think amanda mentioned that it's yeah like, it, like right oh, off the yeah. bat it's like a final <laughs> boss fight at the beginning it feels like a, like a go part from there. two uh almost like you're just uh yeah you know like i paused my game and now i'm continuing as opposed to like the start of a fresh game uh but i I actually didn't mind that at all, even though, like, yeah, maybe I was a little confused. I feel like the story was basic enough that by the time it mattered, quote-unquote, for that opening section, I was mostly caught up. Um, And I think they do a good job of introducing the mechanics for the most part. And, again, there's, like, the three main characters, and then you have a side character that you interact with frequently. But I I think they're all introduced uh, well enough that yeah. uh being dropped right into it didn't matter and it made uh it at least made that moment feel like a big deal as opposed to i feel like a lot of games um sometimes suffer from like dropping you into like a nothing moment and maybe that's why you lose people early on um this if i i think they did a good job with like giving the beginning feel like there was a little bit of urgency and so uh kind of spurring you to move like into it and play a couple of chapters at once instead of like maybe just doing the opening section and be like okay cool we'll pick up later yeah for sure i mean the levels are a nice length where you could do that you can knock out like they're very short four in one sitting and like and, and i think we'll get into combat but it, that also is what drives you to keep wanting to keep going with each level just because like it, it feels addicting you know sure. are we ready for that do you want to go into should combat we talk now? about gameplay and all of that i i think so yeah I think it's time for it, for sure. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Why let's not? talk about that, uh, I guess, addicting nature up front, just since you mentioned it. Um, because this game, uh, it did something that, like, I guess I complained about with Yakuza a little bit, where, like, it's this game is very arcade-y. Um, it feels like something I would play at Dave & Buster's. I know I've said it for a couple of games, but, like, this game, down to, like, when you die... You literally spend crystals to, like, stay alive the way that uh, a system would, like, ask you to pay coins, you know, to make money. So, like, it's I was like just... a classic fighting game. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I was just curious, like, how you liked that aspect of the system. Like, the very, I don't want to say overly gamified because it's a game, but the very, like, um, I guess, arcadification of it and how it... How it impacted you as a player like were you engaged with that system because i always find it very interesting when games choose to keep like this old you know archaic styles uh i always wonder like why did you choose to approach it in this like fashion right because in for an arcade the goal is to make more money right so in a game that's single player you know there's none of there are no like microtransactions to are there microtransactions to buy gems in this game uh unfortunately yes but i this think is the i first just answered did that i think i just answered my own question there we go right okay well then that's a that's a big deal then because i i did find it i was like why is it like this i don't find it more enjoyable but uh but no i you're kind of right unfortunately there are microtransactions i think it's horrible but this i to my knowledge this is the only game in the series that started doing that but the systems that are in place like spending orbs uh, to get upgrades and to like revive yourself, finding the golden orbs or the blue mass to mm-hmm. increase your health, all that what you describe as like arcadey stuff. Okay, I don't find that 
too arcadey. I find it more like classic, I don't know, PS2 style kind of design. Old video gamey, I guess you could say. Arcade might be the word for it. But um, that's always been in play since the first Devil May Cry back, I don't know, when was it? Like 2000, something okay. like that. So um, that's very interesting then because it, it seems, you know, if I knew nothing else, which I don't because I haven't played the other games, I would be like, oh, that's there to sell microtransactions, you know? Um, right. Um, I think it's just a system that, I don't know, like fans of the series, like that's what they're used to. You sure. collect the red orbs to get new stuff and and you spend those orbs on the things you want to get. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I'm, arcades are video games. They're fun. Yeah. Um, I again, I don't see it as totally different from like a Doom Eternal kind of thing where they've got one ups and they've got very video gamey stuff mm-hmm. in there. I don't see it as a negative. Um, but again, like that's that's just like a small part of yeah, the yeah, game that it, I don't it, think is totally huge. the focus of the gameplay. Not at all. But it's a fair critique for sure. Like if you don't like that sort of thing, you don't want the video game part of the video game injected into what you're doing. I could totally see that. Um, but to me, like the big part of this, I guess the thesis statement of Devil May Cry is like, this game is stylish as hell. Like, mm-hmm. um, where Doom Eternal or, or Doom in general is a game where you are meant to just go room to room and kill shit <laughs> all the way through by any means possible. You're doing that in this game, essentially, except you are trying to do it as cool as you possibly can. Um, because there is a system in place where, uh, depending on the length of your combos, how much you change up your combos, uh, you get different ranks that you see in the corner during fights. You could get D, C, B, A, all the way up to like a triple S rank. And it gets to a point where you get good at the game very quickly in the first few levels. You're like, okay, I think I know how combos work. Now, how am I going to achieve that triple S rank in every single combat encounter? And they make you look so stylish while doing it. Like Dante, for example, a character you get, uh, I want to say like halfway through the game, level 10. You're switching weapons on the fly and using your dual pistols and then switch to a shotgun. um, Slash an enemy into the air, hit him a few times, switch a different style, whack him that way, get out of there to dodge, you know. All in an effort to get like a triple S rank. And in that sense, it is arcadey. You're getting points to get something that's kind of meaningless. But like it just feels so good. And none of this would work if the combat didn't feel as good as it did. And I think it does. It's very fast paced. It's very visceral, kind of like Doom Mm -hmm. Eternal. And every like hit that you're connecting with an enemy, it feels like you're doing damage to it. You know? I don't know how you guys felt about all that. You, You, I agree. Yeah, you put a lot of the game, like the question I just had into like a really good perspective, I think, with the idea of style. And and I think knowing what I know about you and and knowing what I've seen in this game, this is a game that is very much geared at players who are like you Um, in that, like, you know, that kind of a competitive, like achievement hunting, like thrill. I, I now because I remember like seeing that you know the the combo counter i guess or, or score and it would go up and i'd be like okay cool that's there but like why is that there you know like it, it didn't i guess that aspect of the game didn't click for me but it's also because like that's not necessarily where my head is at when i'm playing the game so i i totally see the enjoyment um there it, it's the game within the game absolutely yeah like, it doesn't matter but it's like oh i kind of want to get that every time now and there's an absolute like cringe feeling that you get if you have like that double s rank and then an enemy gets a hit from you from behind that you're not looking at you're like oh and then you get angry and you're like you're dead next and you just immediately go after them and try to get the triple s rank again just that loop is so much fun i I love it i can totally see that now amanda i'm sorry i cut you off i (laughs) no 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 you're literally like you're fine it's i was just gonna agree with philosophy because like i at a point it like it just kind of became like mindless fun you know what I mean? So that was really all I was going to say. Yeah. And um, before I go into like each individual character and how their moveset is like, uh, a thing that helps the style and the feeling of the gameplay a lot, I think, is the music. 
again, this doesn't really have to do too much with gameplay, but it does. It the does. music is very high octane. Again, very stylish, very edgy. Yeah. Um, blasting in your ears kind of music and what this game does that i think is very very cool that i don't believe they did in the other games to this degree the music starts off very slow and kind of quiet when you start engaging with enemies and then the more you build up that rank going from c to b to a it gets louder and louder and louder and faster until you hit that s rank and then it crescendos to like the best part of the music again blasting in your ears it's very heavy metal and that's what engages you with the combat too listening to that just oh again i i don't think i'm the biggest heavy metal fan but when it's mixed so well with what you're doing in the game you can't help but like love it i think it has done so well in this game i i I agree yeah i do love when games make good use of like adaptive music um and so for combat games like this um i I'm, i'm partial to doom so i think doom does it really well but uh it's nice to see that trend start in games. I feel like you usually see it in exploration games and that sort of thing. So it's nice to see that more games are putting more and more thought into how they can create these kind of immersive elements to really enhance that gameplay. Yeah, um, and this is something that Doom and Devil May Cry have been doing from the beginning. I, I wish more games would adopt it because it's so awesome. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm curious I, if we can go on a slight tangent that's like but it's still gameplay uh i'm just curious to see how the experience was for amanda because i found that uh one of my bigger gripes with the game was the fact that it was very very clearly developed as a console first game uh to touch on what uh, palazzo was hinting at earlier literally to the point where every time it would try to instruct me on how to do a new move or whatever it would almost always have it in included instruction that featured left stick and I'm like, yeah. there is no left stick, man. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that's, that. Yeah. yeah. I had to Google Which, it sometimes. Like, <laughs> I was so confused because I was like, you're telling me to press shift or control or whatever. So like a keyboard button. But then you're telling me to pull left stick back. Like, Yeah. Yeah, no. That did happen for me a few times. I had to Google it and just... I mean, I, it didn't, I would say, like, hurt my enjoyment of the game too much. Like, I got past it but i can understand like yes it was well you know it's frustrating because like if you don't um if you don't look it up or whatever then like when you're playing it's like am i doing this right i don't know and like you can totally just like lose the combat system entirely right sure um um did it end up just being the arrow keys out of curiosity was that how you adjusted for that or is it like pulling the mouse back i believe it was directional keys on the uh on the keyboard i'm not gonna lie because like i might have changed it th- actually in this my settings. is also part of like why it's a little bit of a gripe for me is because i did like sometimes get especially early on i was like I, okay i'm doing something it looks like what it told me to do but i'm not 1000 percent sure just because now i have the seed of uncertainty uh but sure. i'm pretty sure it, it was just using the wasd and like the direction that you had to move um, yeah, I think, yeah, that's definitely something they should have adjusted for PC. But again, um, this game is very, very fighting game-esque in that combos are everything. So yeah. I personally, like, most people wouldn't play arcade Mortal Kombat fighting games without a joystick. So maybe that was Capcom's mentality. Like, this is meant to be played on a controller. That's something maybe they should have um suggested in the pc version like hey we recommend playing this with a controller i think that's something outer wilds did yeah uh, Um, because a lot of games do have that disclaimer but even then they still kind of adjust uh your instruction set yeah so that because i assume if i had connected a controller it would still have to change the prompts because i'm i I don't think they expect me to press shift while playing with a controller you know so it it just it seems like a a a kind of sloppy oversight for me especially because it happened often um but other than that whatever um i'm just curious like how the gameplay felt for you right because i'm not gonna lie like it i i'm a coming into it right i had two different expectations i had doom eternal in my head because of some of the conversations we'd had and then i had monster hunter world because we had been talking about that as well because it was a capcom game all of that uh which two games that i really really love and so I was expecting either, like, the really heavy, fast-paced, like, intense gameplay of Doom or 
uh, granted, again, as someone who knew nothing about the game coming in, or perhaps some of the, like, the cool intricacies of uh, Monster Hunter World, where maybe it's a little slower, but you're fighting a boss that, like, telegraphs stuff, and so it's this, like, dance... Whereas I find a lot of this game is actually tearing through, uh, like, smaller enemies for the most part. And then getting to bigger bosses, which... The boss at the yeah, end. To their credit, I will say, like, there's a boss fight relatively early in. But there's one that's kind of, like, flying around the room and all that. Um, I thought that boss fight in particular uh, was a really, really cool one. Where I had been starting to lose a little bit of interest that day. And that boss fight got me re-engaged. So, like, they have really, really? cool... Yeah. That's my least favorite one, but that's so cool that you, that oh. you loved it. Yeah, I don't um, know. I, I, I liked it enough to like play another mission or two after that um, before I called it a day. But yeah, so I don't know. Like, I'm curious, I guess for both of you, but also for Amanda, I'm, I'm just wondering if it's like a PC problem or something. But to me, it just felt like the combat didn't have weight because it's very fast paced. It's very, you know, the combos and all of that. But I don't like I just there's like a satisfaction sometimes in a game like when you shoot a gun you feel like it has weight or when you swing a sword like it feels like something in this game i felt like the bit the biggest problem with the combat for me was that i felt like it was lacking weight and i don't know it, it, does that speak to like any experiences you had or no i think you're right but i don't think it's a negative okay uh I, amanda do you want to go first i don't mean to jump on you there no you're good i'm just like thinking about it now um i mean i can I can kind of see what you mean. Uh, I don't think I really like felt that way like the sure. majority of the time though. Mm-hmm. But I can see, I can definitely understand where you're coming from though. Like, it, if you didn't, that's good, you know. And like I, I understand that again. The the main point of the game is the combo, so it doesn't need to be fast paced. But like, I don't like yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. That's something where you can like unload, but it still feels like it has weight. I don't know why I fixated on that so much, but like I, I thought about it time and time again, like. Anytime I found myself, like, losing interest in the middle of a play session, it was usually when I was cutting down, like, cannon fodder enemies. And to me, it I think it boils down to the lack of weight. Especially for um, those, like, less uh, mentally engaging fights where you're just cutting stuff down. I, get, I see what you mean by weight, but two things for that. Sure. One, the game wants you to be... Again, stylish. They want you to yeah. be fast. They want you to move from enemy to enemy, switching everything up. So a weight added to that, I don't think would work for yeah, yeah, what fair. they're trying to achieve and what it's doing. I personally like the fast paceness of it, um, especially when you're flipping and dipping and do all all sorts of crazy things, learning new ways to engage with the combat that maybe you didn't realize you could do before. Mm. Especially when you unlock new swords, guns. Uh, new methods of attacking like all that just works so well together for me and I, like the thing about weight i think it does have some of that still though like even with nero the uh charging up your sword like it's a motorcycle yeah. to get it to go you like you feel the vibration of the controller when you're doing that i'm like ooh, that has a feeling to it and you maybe feel, that would have helped <laughs> you feel the heaviness of the sword each yeah. time you charge that up because it has three tiers of charge each one being more powerful that feels good if you get the maximum one of that um dante he doesn't just have two pistols he gets a shotgun eventually which feels amazing and then he gets a a missile launcher which has even more weight to it you know um there's a super move that each character gets that i don't know if you got to that point Mm -hmm. yet but that certainly is slowed down in um an effort to make you more powerful obviously so again there's that bit there um I don't know. And I think they just focus more on the amount of stuff you have at your disposal to attack the enemies um, rather than focusing on what an individual feeling of swinging a sword is like, maybe. And it's, yeah, it's one of those very, like, it's weird because when I say, like, something has weight, I don't even necessarily know how to describe, like, adding that to a game. I just know when, like, when you play it, you feel it. Like, Spider-Man, you know, like... It's it's very up in the air, very moving around, very... I, I think that's a super stylish game, or at least I find myself yeah. uh, having that kind of fun in that game a lot. Um, but it, it feels like it has that weight. I It seems to me, to give the game the benefit of the doubt, I think maybe just playing on a controller would have helped. 
would have helped immensely yeah. for sure. So that that's yeah, that's a, a big, game. I guess, just hint uh, coming from you and at least my experience. It it does seem that like if you are interested in this game, most likely pick it up on something where you can use a controller. It seems absolutely. Yeah. Um, how did you guys feel about you didn't get to Dante, which sucks, but uh, the different play styles of each character because they are vastly different from one another, and the game just changes every time you change characters. Mm. You have to like relearn <laughs> everything, which at first is a little jarring and kind of sucks, but once you get back into it, it's so cool, like juggling the different things like at each character's disposal. Oh, sorry. My question was, how did you guys feel about each of those characters and how they felt individually? Sure. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm really sorry I didn't get to play as Dante because I think I really would have uh, liked it from what I saw because I watched some videos on that. He's the best. Um, <laughs> so I've heard. Um, I, once I got to like choose... I wanted to give V a shot a little more because I didn't hate my time with V. I just felt, I don't know. I didn't, I don't know least, why. least interesting, I think. Uh, Simplest. Like, yeah, sure. I, well, not, I, I don't even know if I'd say simple. I don't know. It was because, like, V barely does, like, any of the fighting. Yeah. So I'm like, I think that's, I think that's interesting. He always deals, like, the final blow. Like, that's, like, his thing. But, um... I don't know. I don't know why, but I chose to <laughs> I chose to play as him when I got to pick between him and Nero. But I will say, okay. yeah, I do think Nero is more like exciting and like yes. So yeah, I would have to agree pretty much entirely. Uh, although it, I do appreciate um, having the different characters to switch around and all of that. I think that's a if you do them well, it's a it's a nice way to like spice up your gameplay and all of that. Like um, you know to name a few like i think spider-man does that interestingly uh even though i know nick you're gonna hate me for saying it but like avengers like having that option to pick who you're gonna play as or whatever uh if you do have like a really strong preference it's nice um or even like you know vice versa if you're like i haven't played as this person enough let me let me jump in there Uh, i appreciate that their moves move sets are all uh varied and and you know each character is absolutely unique so you could tell they they put work into kind of developing each person as their own like not just they're not just different skins um i will agree just some, something about uh nero's gameplay it just feels more direct uh so that feels nice whereas i at least initially i found it a little jarring with v to like you know be like pressing and not it, it feels like you're not actually doing anything. It feels like you're calling, like, an air raid, which is very cool conceptually. Just took me a second to get used to in terms of, like, feel. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm sure that, like, again, if, like, if you do pick this game up and, like, you're playing through it, I'm sure that, like, one of these characters at least will probably have, like, a number of movesets that you will find interesting because they are so different. Yeah, vastly different. I that's my one knock for this game is V. Not so much as a character, uh just the move set I think is kind of almost the antithesis of what this game is because mm-hmm. what V does is he hangs back the whole fight and he sends out his little his little Pokemon guys, yeah. <laughs> the Panther and the Raven to go do his fighting for him and you're essentially just hitting square and triangle until uh, an enemy is knocked out, and then V goes in for the final blow with his cane. Um, I I think it's a little basic for my taste, yeah. so I'm not a huge fan of it. I tend to go with Nero or Dante when given the choice. Um, but he's not bad. Like, there's still moments where it feels good to execute his moveset. I know he has, like, a rock troll dude that he calls in as his super move. I like that a lot. Um, but Nero, he, he has way more at his disposal. He has a grab move that feels really good. He has his gun that could charge up, his sword, obviously, with those combos, and his super move. And uh, Nero actually has different individual uh, arms because he lost his arm at the beginning of the game. So uh, Nico, that character, she makes, like, different mechanical arms for him that all have individual moves Mm -hmm. uh, to execute, which is awesome. You buy those with orbs, again, kind of arcadey, but, like... (laughs) Um, they all, the, they changed the game too. One is like an electrical power punch. One is almost like a rocket launcher sort of one. You can ride as a skateboard and whack around enemies with an attack while you're riding on the arm. That's like going around. So that's super cool. 
Um, that was my favorite it, aspect of the gameplay, period. Uh, it reminded me very much of, like, getting the different arms in Metal Gear. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would love sending, like, a little rocket punch, like, from hiding behind a thing, uh, like, a rock or whatever. So this is, of course, very different. You're way more active, but I think... Um, they they introduce very interesting elements into the combat, especially just like sending your arm to like repeatedly punch someone while you're doing something else. I think is super cool. Yeah, yeah so and the discovery nice. of those things is cool too. Like finding out what you could do with your move set, I think is a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and Dante goes even further than that. Rather than just having a hit and a grab, like he has different styles of fighting, and you could switch those up, and your combos change depending on what style you're in. Trickster gives you a new dodge. Swordmaster gives you a new slash with your sword. Uh, you get a counter with your defense style, and he has different weapons too that he gathers throughout his campaign, where you could switch different weapons, different styles, and change it up that way. It's just so many things like at their disposal. It's just so much fun. It's good. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, is there any other like gameplay stuff that you would want to touch on? Uh, I don't think so. Other than like a couple things in the DLC, but that's about it. Sure. Amanda, do you have any other notes that you want to hit on maybe before we give Palazzo a second to talk about DLC? <laughs> Not really. I like the yeah. game. It's 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 that it is what it is. Like yeah. that is it. That is what it is. It's Bayonetta. So. If anyone's played Bayonetta and you like that game, this is more of that. It's it's a fighting game essentially, action there game. There you go. Yeah. So no, yeah, let us know. Uh, let's let's hear about the DLC, please. Yeah, so this DLC came out uh sort of as a special edition for Devil May Cry 5. You could pay for it for the PS5. Uh, I didn't go all out with the special edition. I just got the Virgil DLC, which is a new character. He plays a very important role in the story. Mm-hmm. Don't want to spoil how much of a role if you haven't played it yet. But Virgil uh, was the villain of Devil May Cry 3, and he makes a return in this game. Uh, he is my favorite character, so it was $5 well spent. But again, completely different move set. Um, he feels like his version from Devil May Cry 3 because you unlock him as a playable character in some of the past games. So they bring back his moveset. It all feels super cool. You feel like a powerful demon lord. It's amazing. Virgil's Dante's brother for people who don't know. Um, and it was a $5 purchase for like something that I think is worthwhile. I think that's how much you would spend for a new Smash character. So... Like, yeah, I think it's worth every bit of your money. Just the DLC, at least. We'll vote in a second. Mm. Uh, The only other thing, like, in terms of, like, content that you could pay outside of the main game, again, the other knock I have on the game is I don't like that it has the microtransactions that it does because why would you put it in if you could play through the entire game without that stuff that they have there? Um, Getting more orbs and stuff. I don't like that that's there for people to be tempted by. But it is what it is. That's sort of like the day and age we're living in with that sort of thing. Unfortunately. But yeah, no, the DLC was great. I loved it. Nice. Yeah. that's And, and so can you only play as Virgil in select missions? Or is that like, I'm, does that open up kind of like to replay anything as Virgil? Like, can you go you back could, to... You play the entire game as Virgil. That's cool. That's yeah. That's and he nice. gets uh, he gets an opening cutscene for himself that's new. And then the final mission changes based on uh, you playing as Virgil. Okay, damn that that's nice. That that's a really nice little addition to like get a good bit right. of replay. Out of and game. of course, he gets his classic sword. So again, totally different moveset. He's got the Yamato. He's got the Cerberus. I don't know if they're Cerberus, but the gloves and boots that mm-hmm. are from the third game. It it's fun. Yeah, it's great. Cool. Good content there. Any other things, or should we move into a vote? Um, just real um, quick, everyone go listen oh. to Bury the Light, uh, is the song that plays for the DLC for <laughs> I listen to it every day. I have a problem. You said, oh my so God. you said Bury the Light, but I heard it as like Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, the light, like a gangster name, like Barry the Light. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I did too. That's fun. The song's so good. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I guess in the case of Devil May Cry 5. How do we vote? Okay. Um so 
I think uh, if you are a gamer like Palazzo, uh, particularly, it, it looks like a lot of this game is made towards um, encouraging that stylish aspect and that like uh, perfectionist type tendency in gameplay. Um, hearing it especially come from your lips, like at least gave me a little more context as to why some of the elements that I thought were a little uh, confusing as to their placement. It, it made a little more sense to contextualize them for like who it was for. Um, I will say though that uh, if you're gonna play it, I think it ran excellently on PC. I'm just surprised it's so poorly optimized. So like, if you're gonna play it on PC, make sure you have a controller. Maybe it'll make yeah, your experience better. Um, which God, that feels so nasty uh, saying that because I hate controllers, man. I, <laughs> um. I, they just don't feel good to me. But anyways. Um, and then, just, if you are a gamer like me, which is what I'm voting on, um, this game was just not made for me. Uh, I, I just... Eh, I just didn't like it. The, the, the combat felt a little unsatisfying. There were, like, cool concepts, but that I just didn't have fun with in execution. Uh, and the story wasn't really, like, important at all, so... Uh, it had a hard time kind of maintaining me unless like I was talking to someone while I was playing and it just became a mindless thing which is not necessarily what I want to spend $60 on like it has its place but uh, yeah just if you are like me um, you should not buy it though uh, so quick update it is actually I think around $20 now so you're not going to be paying full price at this point yeah yeah it, it's, it's um, way cheaper but I, I, I that doesn't I change like, my vote I didn't yeah. pay I, yeah it, it's cheap and you get a lot of content like 20 levels bunch of characters i think this is i i like devil may cry 3 better but this is the second best action game that you could get out there guys like if you like fighting games if you like like slick tight combat like this game's absolutely for you i think it's got some of the best soundtracks you'll hear in a game um just a feeling of like everything clicking everything you're doing uh feels fun to do you're looking cool while doing it there's even a feature like if you don't want to be a perfectionist with what you're doing you could turn auto mode on and you literally just have to hit the attack button and you will still execute those sick combos automatically so if you just want to kick back watch yourself do awesome things and take in the story which isn't like much like you could absolutely do that and i think that option is great and um it, it brings everyone into this experience to have fun with and um if you like edgy shit if you like edgy music go for it because this is all that um it's 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 a good game it's it's really good so i recommend it you you should buy it though and where did that bring you by the way guys our friend tj couldn't be here but he's into these games too just saying just saying if you align with tj's thoughts he likes it ah okay well, no, you know what? It's okay because you actually don't even um, you don't even need TJ because I was actually going to vote uh, that you should buy the game just because um, one, it is I believe I got it for twenty five bucks on Steam and uh, I actually yeah I actually got it for twenty five bucks on yep yes yeah yeah or I don't know but it is twenty five dollars currently on Steam. It's currently $25 on Steam. I believe there's actually also like a sale for like the bundle at the moment, too, for like seven. Oh, for everything? Yeah, it's like 30 something, I think. I mean, by the time this comes out, who knows? It might be over, but yeah. Yeah, sure. Sorry. So maybe, yeah, obviously don't take my word for it right now. But um, I think considering that price and considering like if you're into this heavy combat sort of edgelord, heavy metal sort (laughs) sort of kind of game, and if you're obviously into um all the other games uh, the other devil may cry games then yeah definitely you i don't see why you wouldn't buy and enjoy this game so yeah i i think why not i didn't hate it and that's not really saying much but uh <laughs> but i think i think i think you'd enjoy it i think again it's for me at least it just felt like kind of mindless fun at a point and i'm like I'm having a good time just slashing at some demons. So I say, why not? Amanda, you gotta try Doom. But in the case of Devil May Cry 5.
You should buy it, though. Yay! That's awesome. I, the big difference between this and Doom, though, is Doom could get tough. Like that, oh, yeah, I, I was going to say, this game was also people. very, this like... This game's not that hard. Turn it, put it, put it on baby hard. mode with the little, the little, uh, the baby, uh, <laughs> hat or oh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that makes you feel really bad for cute. doing it. I think that's adorable. I'm probably going to do it. It's like, that it's like the chicken great. hat in Metal Gear. Or uh, the, yeah, the super yeah. chicken hat. Or the baby chicken hat. Whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Awesome. Cool. I mean, I'm I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I guess I'm just not an edge lord. I'm really not. So thank you, thank you whatever. so much. That I take it as a compliment. <laughs> I, no, I know you do. I I did not mean that as an insult. No, I, just, I know, yeah. I know, I know. I just think it's funny. Um, it's a good edge lord though. It's not the ones that are like I'm moody and I hate everything. It's one where like yeah, I'm an edge lord. I don't know. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> if if I find I'm a the proud edge lord. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm an edge lord. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, um, wow. that's Devil May Cry Five, guys. The beauty of this show is that hopefully you understand where like each person is coming from, and so even if you don't agree with the vote, like I hope that we give enough information to like let you know what the right decision for you is. You know, yeah. Uh, even okay. though I know we uh, just like as the people on the show agonize over like trying to get <laughs> good votes for the games we care about. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm sure for the people uh, at home, it's probably an easier decision to understand. <clears throat> and yeah, we're all super different. If you're like, hey, yeah. I, I like what she's saying. I like what he's saying. Like, I don't know. Check it out. It's it's all up to you and your preferences. Yeah. And if you like what we're doing here, consider supporting the show. Links in the description or patreon.com slash should I buy. You get access to cool exclusive benefits like our 24-hour impressions for new games. Uh, maybe the chance to play with us. Cool stuff like that. Guess what, guys? Buying games every week? It's expensive, man. It's so expensive. expensive. <laughs> uh, in that vein, thank you so much to our patrons and Baird and Jerry Benitados. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. Um, we'll talk at you real soon. Goodbye.